0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Partnership Podcast. This is actually a very special episode. I'm here with Andrew, and my name is Ryan. Andrew, how are you doing? Uh,
1: good. You know, good as I can be. A little tired, but you know. Yes, yeah, we're a back at
0: than normally record. Yeah. Yep. Um, but we just got back from South Dakota and uh, a little bit of Wyoming and Nebraska.
1: Nothing for miles. There's cows. But we definitely saw more cows than people.
0: Yeah, we actually might have. Like, no exaggeration. Pop quiz, what was the lesson
1: of the trip? Rocks. Yep, rocks. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about today on uh, our podcast. Well, the first half of it. Um, Ryan, why don't you go with your news story of the week first?
0: Yeah, so big news Uh, Yesterday, the House of Representatives passed the Blackwell School National Historic Site Act, which would uh, preserve a school in Texas, I think, that uh, segregated uh, Latino children. Um, But this act already passed the Senate. And I think I think it originally passed the House, but the Senate changed it a bit. So the House had to repass it, which they just did yesterday. So now it's just waiting on the president's signature to make it into law and that would mean i don't know the specifics but it might mean that we automatically get a new national park site uh if not it just means they have to uh transfer the land to the federal government to create the national park site which might take a year or so but um yeah another new national park site is imminent
1: isn't school grounds public land so wouldn't it be no it might be state lands right i don't that land laws are weird
0: Yeah, Um, it might be state lands, which they would then have to transfer to the federal government, Yeah, which which I think is a process, a long process.
1: Well, I got an odd story for us uh, this week. Uh, It comes from Hungry Horse News, uh, which is uh, a town near Glacier, which we have driven through. Uh, Apparently, a man crashed into a wall at the going to the Sun Road on Friday night Um. Ironically, Ryan, it took place. It, the unsafe driver began driving at Sprague Creek Campground.
0: Um, nice pronunciation.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Anyway, he crashed into a wall by Logan's Pass. Um, Logan Pass. So, yeah, Logan Pass. Sorry. Um, left his car and just ran. From wobbling on Oof. foot. Uh, Rangers uh, tackled him from behind and was taken into custody Um, (laughs) it's not a great story but uh, as
0: it's a funny thing to visually uh...
1: yeah if you haven't been to the going to the sun road there's a lot of stone walls and it's very narrow to crash your car and just get out is just kind of a dick move because you can't really go around Um, yeah a lot of that—that that driving's blind corners or sharp turns or, you know, essentially cars or switchbacks for cars going up this, going up that way. Um. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I just I, apparently there's a video of it, but uh, you know, it was at night, so how reliable can you make out details? But anyway, uh, let's get into. Uh, why we went to the Black Hills and Badlands
0: yeah so we, we went to Black Hills and Badlands which are mostly in South Dakota and the, the reason I wanted to go here is because there's a bunch of national park sites within driving distance um, so there's two na- we did two national parks and seven other national park sites which is a good amount for we were only there for seven days so a lot to do and see in this area
1: I would like to point out driving distance is relative.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was still a day's drive for all these less than a day's drive. I drove for eight hours
1: on one of the days and I didn't see another car for like at least 50 miles at one point. It was awful.
0: I mean, to be fair, we were in dense fog for a large portion of that.
1: I was talking about the way to uh, the fossil field.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was definitely in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, flight in was I thought was pretty okay. Yeah, it was smooth. I, I watched the movies. I watched uh, French Dispatch, which was good, and Torn, which was a good documentary. Uh, the wait for the rental was a, a little bit annoying, but it was more so the unknown about when we would get the car rather than the actual yeah. wait, because the wait wasn't that so... bad. Let's, the guy didn't tell us when we. Yeah,
1: go. so we flew into Rapid City. Uh, Rapid City is a very small airport compared to where we usually fly out of, which is, uh, JFK or Laguardia in New York City. Um, uh, I think the airport had five terminals. I think it only yeah, that f- right. yeah, uh, they had one. They had one shop which was locally owned, and then they had a cafeteria
0: essentially um very crammed in cafeteria
1: yeah uh yeah but to get to rapid city there's no direct flights unless you're flying from i guess charlotte or i think the other place we could have flown directly from my research was chicago
0: yep that's correct
1: yeah like Texas,
0: which is on the other side of the country
1: yeah um we did get the rental car uh, eventually um wasn't the car we requested i did request a uh more of like a jeep or ford bronco suv and we ended up with this kia thing um was okay uh then we took off from rapid city airport to mount rushmore yeah first stop of the trip yeah um The drive up to Mount Rushmore wasn't bad until you hit, like, a mile before Rushmore.
0: Um, saw a bunch of deer. We saw it went under a coal tunnel.
1: Yeah, and then we hit the most tourist town I think we've ever drove through.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. That one was pretty bad. It was touristy, but yeah, I I think...
1: It was, (laughs) like, set up as half Old West Town, half... In disguise next to a subway in like a western balloon. <laughs> um it was something. Definitely something. Uh but that's like I want to say half a mile before you get to the actual Mount Rushmore ticket gate. Like you have to pay for parking which isn't covered by the Park Service or the park, uh, the park pass. park pass, which we found out
0: unfortunately. Very disappointed by that.
1: Yeah. Still got my money's
0: worth on the trip with that though.
1: Yeah. I paid. I think did I pay for parking that one? It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, we got out of our car, walked up to the visitor center, uh, which is the visitor contact station, which is right through these what kind of stone was it? Was it marble gates we walked through? I guess so. It's
0: probably yeah. marble. That makes sense.
1: Ryan got a stamp a stamp. I got my pins. Uh, and then we immediately turned around and went got an ice cream. Um, yeah. Which, if you don't know, Mount Rushmore is famous for their ice cream. Uh, but they were out of their signature flavor, which was Thomas Jefferson.
0: Yeah, because he he uh, or they recovered an original recipe for ice cream from his memoirs or something.
1: Yeah. Disappointed we didn't get to try it. But we did uh, enjoy ice cream underneath the Connecticut flag, which is on the way up. They have all the state flags going up to Mount Rushmore, um, which is really cool. Uh, the walk, ar- uh, you want to talk about the walk around the memorial?
0: Uh, for, yeah, for But first, let's. Uh, if you if you are unfamiliar with what Mount Rushmore National Memorial is, it is the uh, famous. It's the famous American landmark where oh, that true. showcases a uh, stone memorial of presidents George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and uh, um, Abraham Lincoln. Um, Andrew, I actually have a question for you. If you had to pick four presidents for Mount Rushmore, who would they be? Mm -hmm. Are you happy with Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln? I would drop Jefferson
1: for Franklin D. Roosevelt.
0: I think I would do the same yeah I think that's a good opinion yeah I, I I
1: guess you really can't have two Roosevelts up there that's kind of nepotism
0: not nepotism but like oh. uh bias, it's, it's... bias. I don't know.
1: yeah family bias I don't know else how to describe it anyway yeah it was cool I mean I really liked the site we got lucky with the weather.
0: Yeah, we, when we flew in at first, it was very smoky, and then we had a, a brief shower on the way driving to Mount Rushmore, and that killed most of the smoke. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we started this walk around the memorial, and you kind of start off in the Avenue of Flags that you are talking about. And uh, I, I just remember eating the ice cream, being like, where's the Connecticut one? And then I looked up, and it was right above us. Yeah, underneath all the
1: flags are these nice marble benches. Honestly, I was surprised it wasn't that packed.
0: I was super surprised, too, because there was a lot of uh, great angles that we got to get our pictures taken. And like you look back at them, there's no one in the pictures with us. It it was it was great.
1: Yeah, I always think as Mount Rushmore is like one of the more visited parks, I guess, in my mind, because like it's Mount Rushmore.
0: I had the same thought, too. I was I was super surprised by this park.
1: Yeah um definitely surprising
0: had a nice little walk around it where
1: you get to see the statues a little bit from different angles yeah you start
0: off with the uh the avenue of flags and then you get the great viewpoint um with like your center and the uh statues are or the mountains way off in the distance but then he goes on the circular, circular loop where you start walking through the woods and you get all these different angles. Like you get a bunch with like one president. Most of the time is was Washington surrounded by the trees. Uh, there's one where he walked into a boulder, and the boulder was split in half. So you can get a picture of the Washington statue in between the boulder. I thought that was the coolest angle.
1: Yeah, um, there are a lot of good photo spots, honestly, on that walk. Um, yeah, it's uh, mostly like a uh, deck. That wraps around in a valley is the best way to describe it. Um, yeah, it's as low as the uh,
0: amplifier, amph- amphitheater
1: they have outside, amphitheater,
0: amphitheater. Yeah, yeah. We did not go down to that though. No, but it was the about- actual visitor center was right across from the amphitheater, but was below the main viewing station. But like, we didn't go into it. But I was confused how you actually got into the actual visitor center. So all we did was the contact station. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah, we were just, just there for the walk and, and the ice cream. Yeah, really. I mean, we were really there for ice cream. I was actually disappointed we didn't get to do the the cafe. It looked little... like it was closed, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was so confusing that we just passed by it.
1: Yeah, we ended up uh, going back to our hotel after. Mount Rushmore. Uh, which uh, the drive from Mount Rushmore to where we were staying wasn't bad. We were staying at the, I guess the iconic uh hotel, Alex Johnson, right?
0: Yeah. But before yeah. that, Andrew, what was your favorite part about Mount Mount Rushmore?
1: Oh, well, I mean, it's the ice cream. I feel like that's okay. just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
0: lived up to the hype. Yeah. Same I here. had I had cookies and cream. I had mint chocolate chip. That's
1: not really ice cream. That's just toothpaste.
0: Well, that—that's that, that's yeah. chocolate chip slander right there, my friend.
1: I mean, I—I I only speak the truth. Anyway, <laughs> let's go back to the hotel. Yeah, um, which was in downtown Rapid City. Um, yep, definitely um one of
0: the weirder towns we've stayed in. <laughs> it was a weird town. Um, like, some of it gave off b- bad vibes and looked a bit run down, and yet it had, like, everything
1: (laughs) there. Uh, To put it in perspective, I'm pretty sure the Pizza Hut we saw had the old Pizza Hut logo that hasn't been used in, like, 15, 20 years. Um, But it was still open. Um, That was on the drive-in, I noticed that. uh, uh, They have statues of every president in town. Yep. We didn't really kind of look at that, because, like, we kind of just there for the hotel and the food around it yeah the hotel had Patty O'Neill's irish pub which was pretty good um it definitely was a local
0: dive bar though oh i i I really enjoyed that just because they had the big pours of all their beers yeah no that i'm not saying it was bad it just was definitely
1: the local hangout
0: yeah i got uh that first night i just got chicken tenders and fries which were we're fine, but that was my main staple of the trip as uh, I was kind of nervous about getting <laughs> seafood this far inland, and yet all uh, the restaurants we went to offered seafood. Side like, tangent, uh, every time we drove around, they
1: always had a, a sign on the highway saying, you need to check your boats in. And for the entire trip, I did not see an, a body of water that wasn't like a rowboat or a kayak like accessible. We saw some creeks. We saw a bunch of creeks. Yeah. But you, no water in them. Yeah. And they couldn't fit a boat because they were too shallow. It was super confusing. Um, Yeah. I mean, the pub was cool. They also had the sky bar up top.
0: Yeah. So what I I, I have to be honest, I loved Hotel Alex Johnson. It's one of the my favorite hotels. I've ever stayed in, and part of it was definitely because they had an Irish pub on the main floor, and then a really cool sky bar on the top floor, which is where we went for drinks after dinner that first night.
1: No, it was fine. It's just like, I don't know. It was definitely the tallest building in town.
0: Yeah. And you were go out on the top and look over everything.
1: I really would compare that city to Danbury. Danbury or like or not even Hartford cuz Hartford has skyscrapers.
0: It didn't really feel like a city. Uh, it, it felt like a city. Um I, I felt like there was more to do there than there was in Danbury.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't scream city cuz everything's like two stories.
0: I mean, there's a big population difference between no, the I'm not metro area that... we're in and and uh South Dakota. Uh
1: maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh we stayed the night there uh well that was our base of operations but the first night was pretty pretty normal the one thing i will say about the rooms is they're tight because they're not meant for modern
0: beds i mean I, I i i felt comfortable
1: no not like in the beds i meant like the dresser the space between the dresser and the bed was like Less than two feet, it felt like it was just kind of the room felt tight.
0: It was a little, a little tighter than normal, but yeah, um, there was still a lot of cool stuff. There was like that cool sink, the cool faucet, the old school faucet. No, no, I love that thing. That's kind of weird. I loved it. And then you had the the, uh, great view from our window, just overlooking everything, definitely blinding
1: in the morning.
0: Yeah, I I got a great view of sunset or sunrise.
1: Yeah, yeah, woke me up multiple times. Um, Let's talk
0: about breakfast the next day. Um, Because we just what did you you get to drink the first night at Vertex Sky Bar?
1: Uh, Moscow Mule, huckleberry,
0: right? Yeah, it sounds. Oh yeah, you got the huckleberry vodka.
1: Yeah, it was really good. And then I got
0: yeah, and then I got the the
1: deconstructed s'mores. Yeah. Which
0: I wasn't really de- liked, deconstructed. I really like that first night they got the fire going. They didn't do that any of the the later nights that we were there.
1: No, there was like a couple groups while we were there. the, the Other nights where they were like, where's the fire? And they were kind of paying the ass the guys trying to... Because they were trying to, you know... It's a two-story restaurant. And they're going to forget sometimes. But it's like a lounge bar area up out on the deck. So, I mean, it's not... Total priority to the patrons that they're trying to serve at tables inside, um, but it was still cool. Yeah. Um, next morning was my favorite restaurant it was Tally Silver Spoon.
0: Yeah, right across the uh, the, the street way. from the hotel.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely had the best breakfast. Uh, I think we went there every time for breakfast if given the option, right?
0: Uh, no, one time we went to Waldrug for breakfast.
1: Oh, that's right. We'll get to that later. Yep. Um Yeah, it was good. Uh best French toast I've ever had. Which now Arkansas has ruined pancakes for me and this place has ruined French
0: toast for me. Which place uh, was better? Uh Tally's or the uh was it the pancake shop or whatever it was in uh Arkansas? Yeah.
1: Oh god. I think it was this place. Whatever bread they used for their French toast made it taste like sweet, which was really good. Like I definitely could have sat there and ate more. Um, But this was uh, the day we decided to go to Wyoming for the first time. Yeah. It was good. Um, Let's talk about that drive to Wyoming. It was rainy. It was rainy and there was nothing for miles, which is, spoilers, Uh, the constant theme for.
0: That's incorrect because, A, there were cows. And, B, B, there was the Wyoming sign, which I really want to get a picture with. Which is, which is not something we've done is get pictures with the state signs, but we should, we should do more of that.
1: It was three hours to Wyoming.
0: I was, I was honestly disappointed not to get the South Dakota or Nebraska signs, but I, I, I knew you were not going to have any of that.
1: Well, because one,
0: the South Dakota back front or on the
1: back roads to that Nebraska place was small and Nebraska sign was small because we're in the middle freaking nowhere um anyway yeah but the drive wasn't terrible it was just kind of nothing to look out look out. there's no like scenery it was just flat
0: yeah i guess so but uh once once we got to devil's tower it got interesting um so, yeah. so devil's tower national monument is the country's first monument as it preserves an amazing uh, geological feature or or as you would like to say Andre Rock.
1: There's definitely a rock in the middle of the field, yep. Uh,
0: which happens to also be a religious center for multiple Native American tribes and is also a mecca for rock climbers.
1: Yeah, we learned uh, that there's a speed record for climbing it. Uh, which was do you remember i forget it's like 18 minutes or something dumb oh yeah yeah it's nice yeah. and this rock's very it's huge like it's it's gotta be it's not a it's gotta be a cup, almost a thousand feet or more it's huge definitely uh would peg more like a two three hour climb on that uh whoever climbed in 18 minutes is insane did you see Free Solo? No, cuz I don't do well with heights. Oh,
0: okay. I remember um so like do you know the the plot of that that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember watching that movie and and them talking about how he did it in like 2 hours. And he's doing it without no ropes or anything. And I was reading an article about climbing El Capitan later and it turns out like only like 20 or so people have ever climbed it in under 24 hours. And he did it in like 2 hours without any ropes. Like what? Yeah, so there's some people who are just insane. Yeah, it was uh. it, it was definitely that guy who did it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, it was in the middle of nowhere. Like legitimately, we didn't have service, and we also the only food place from like 50 miles in range of that was the thing in front of it, which was like this gimmicky like. Wild Wild West caf cafeteria thing.
0: Well there was th- there was that like Wild West Tavern and then there was like the the general store, or, I guess you call it.
1: Yeah, the visitor center didn't was kind of not bland too, unfortunately for Devil's Tower.
0: I would call it old. It was it was definitely crammed in and there was tons of people. There was that like, were there that day despite the fact it was raining.
1: Yeah, well let's let's be more specific. They do bus cruises, I guess, out there.
0: Uh, instead of going like on
1: an actual cruise, you can hop on a bus with a bunch of random strangers and go to national park sites and parks.
0: Yeah, that um, was weird. Because people were talking about that the first night we were at at the the Sky Bar.
1: Yeah. That was also the same lady that said Chili's was the spiciest restaurant in town, and I don't know how to respond. Ooh. Yeah. Which is basically just putting salt and pepper on food. But let's let's blaze over that for now. Um, but yeah. Um yeah, very small, very out of date. Uh, the I don't know if it was meant to, but it was very. Um, the visitor center was very cramped, even with their shop. I don't know if you. It was like yeah. we had we had
0: to wait a, uh, kind of a, uh, to we had to wait to like bypass people. Yeah. Just uh, to look at stuff, not even to get in line i don't
1: know far. why it's so small but i feel like it's it was just it was, old yeah
0: um
1: we did some hiking around it
0: yeah so we chose to do the red bed trail i chose that because it was longer um and it's longer because it circles the landscape around devil's tower instead of circling directly below uh devil's tower but the good news about this is that all the people chose the trail that went directly below Devil's Tower, so we didn't really we lost a lot of the crowds going on this Red Beds trail.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, and we saw some wildlife. Ryan went into a cave. Um, nothing in the cave, unfortunately. Yeah, someone looked at you weird, but that was about this it. Day? Yeah, it was that guy that like we let him pass and then oh that guy just, was weird yeah that's that that's basically what i was gonna get at he's just kind of an oddball um but yeah it's cool um there was it's called red bed because there's red clay on the
0: hike On one point, hike.
1: yeah ryan you want to talk about what happens when the red clay is wet
0: yeah, so it was obviously a rainy day. We just started walking on this red bed portion of the trail. Um, I just want to say that this trail had a very uh, diverse landscape. It, you know, there was the, you know, the regular plains then it trans- transition to this uh, red bed area and then it transitioned to actual forest. Um, but in the red bed, uh, the red clay in the red bed portion of the trail, uh, if it was wet, it kind of like turning into this heavy heavy mud that would just stick to your shoes and all of a sudden your shoes would weigh like 10 pounds and uh yeah it was it got very uh interesting that portion of the trail
1: yeah because if you stop moving you sunk if you lifted your feet too or too fast your your shoe would come off um definitely not my favorite part of the trail uh I do apologize to the rental company. We destroyed <laughs> that car with mud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good trail. Uh, Ryan. What, what would you rate it? I think I give it a four out of five on all trails. Okay. All right. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, we definitely got weird looks coming back. Uh, Cause they're like, where did you come from? Cause most of the people stick to the, uh, the, the predefined like wooden boardwalk trail yeah um we went
0: for an adventure
1: definitely an adventure um what else
0: well on our way out because that, oh that's
1: right we did the the sign tour right
0: we did a little bit of that but we also like most of the signs were directing us to our first prairie dog town on the trip which uh, at the time i was really excited about uh but that's because i didn't know how many we would eventually see through the course of that week too
1: many also fun fact that i guess prairie dogs are a carrier of monkeypox.
0: yeah and uh you were the uh one that got closest to them so
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's just a little bit i mean let's um let's talk about uh how many uh stops had the same signs because they all did i forget
0: that prairie dog one yeah. Uh. Yeah. It was two or three of the the waysides were the same sign that was just pointing out. Hey, here's the uh prairie dog town. This is if the, you can't uh, see all the lumps in the ground. Here's what the they are. Prairie dog town.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Let's talk about the next day because this one's. Wait. What was your favorite part first? What was your favorite part about um Devil's Tower? The hike before the
1: re- the red mud and then the hike after the red mud because it wasn't the red mud
0: okay mine was uh the diverse landscapes of the red Beds trail including the red clay mud
1: nope zero (laughs) out of
0: 10 on that (laughs) Such such a variety of uh ecosystems even
1: i destroyed an entire pair of shoes we destroyed the rental car we messed that rental car up yeah rental car is Definitely messed up from that, and then somehow the chocolate I accidentally spilt all over it. But that's besides the point. That
0: that was on the way to <laughs> to Wyoming and Nebraska later on. Yeah. Well, let's talk about wall drug. Wait, wait. Uh, we went to Patty O'Neill's again that night. What did you have? I think
1: pretzels and fries. I had a Unusual.
0: Uh, um, I had a. I don't remember the name
1: of the orchard or the the orchard it came from but they had a cider that was from something orchard and it was okay it wasn't angry orchard but it was like a strawberry apple like cider and it was really good until i got to like the last third of it and it was just like i don't know
0: it was kind of like okay at that point it was good though yeah i made a huge mistake and got pizza Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which, uh, com- compared to East Coast pizza is, or Northeastern pizza, is uh, it was it was not good. <laughs> we tried to stay away from things that aren't good.
1: Um, things we thought were okay. Uh, we so in South Dakota there are signs how every I want to say every hundred feet for a place called Wall Drug. Um, Ryan knows about it. We found out about it on his research for the trip, uh. But driving, we, the next day we went to Badlands and Wall Drug's in between. It's kind of actually like at the front of the park. It's the would you call it the gateway town? Oh, it's definitely the gateway town. Yeah, um,
0: Wall Drug is a, I I don't even know how to describe it. Like, if you read about it on the internet, it's described as like the biggest tourist attraction in, in the plains. And uh, I was kind of going in expecting that. And I didn't really think it was that touristy.
1: No. I think the more touristy things we saw was the Snoop Dogg Bolton board for yeah. a Sturge's concert that made us laugh over The time motorcycle we... rally. No, but honestly, there was these wall drug boil boards like every hundred feet on the highway.
0: Everywhere. Literally. You could not see them. Yeah. You saw
1: some in Nebraska. Yeah um it was good we stopped there for breakfast because they have world famous donuts um I'd i like coffee yeah coffee was five cents
0: yep it wasn't uh, good <laughs> what you expect for five cents gotta <laughs> be good
1: yeah um no i i really enjoyed uh the donuts i got a souvenir cup um Honestly, this was literally just a giant privately owned, like, Walmart is how I felt about it. It was yeah, set up Western theme, and it was just full of dumb knickknacks. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Did I, I buy said dumb knickknacks? Yes,
0: I did. But it was still bought, dumb knickknacks. I just bought snacks. I also got some donuts. They were good. They were big and, and very filling. They just all of a sudden would hit you and be like, oh, crap, I'm full. Yep. Uh, so while we
1: we're favorite part about Waldrug was definitely the donuts, I think for me.
0: Uh, same for me. Yeah. And um, then uh, later that day we went back there for dinner. Cause it was kind of like the one place we knew around there. And uh, Andrew, I believe you got some fries from Waldrug. Uh, uh, so uh, it's that time of the week. It's the okay. fry review of the week time, Andrew.
1: They weren't great. Ah, uh, Yeah. Fryer potato related thing was the the stuff at Tally's, but they were okay. I mean, they're like a three out of five. They're definitely just like for like they were like can cut, but they were just like undercooked.
0: Okay, actually, yeah. I actually had them as well. I thought they were they were fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They just can't. Yeah, compared to the okay. like the the American fries I had at Tally's. Um, which were really just large chunk tash browns, but that's besides the point.
0: Ryan, where do we actually go after wall drug? Yeah. Our, our our first main, uh, trip of that day was to Minuteman missile national historic site, which preserves some of the settings that house the Minuteman missile nuclear program during the cold war. And our first stop was to the visitor center for the park, which, uh, was clearly new, had a big exhibit with a lot of info, so I I quite enjoyed it. They also had a a park video, but we did not do the park video.
1: Yeah, they kept on telling us to watch it because it was award-winning, but we had no idea what award it won, so we just kind of ignored it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was also like 32 minutes or something. Yeah. And we had a a tour later. It was the
0: Badlands one that was award-winning.
1: Was it? No, it was this one. Okay. I They're mean, they right? told us
0: at both Minuteman and Badlands to watch the video, and we did not.
1: Yeah, I mean, we
0: don't really have We had a busy day. We couldn't sit and watch a video.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the better half of this, this uh, Missile Man site was the tour we did.
0: Yeah, which was that uh, Missile one zero zero one site, I think it was. That's what it was called, right? I don't know. It was a big hole in the ground. But, but, yeah, no it wasn't it was a, it was just a regular looking building.
1: Yeah but it w- there was a yeah but underneath it was a big hole in the ground.
0: I mean there was an elevator that the elevator The yeah,
1: point is it's 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 cool. Um Yeah no we got to the gates of the said tour. Um they only allow 6 people in which was a little confusing at first to me. Um
0: I don't know to you. Right. No, they're not saying it's going to be a, a cramped space. and I was like, okay, yep, makes sense. And then I saw it was a cramped space. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um And we... Also,
1: with... there was someone
0: on our tour in this cramped space underground that kept on farting.
1: <laughs> it, was the, it was the ranger. Oh, it
0: was? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I just kind of glazed
1: over it. Anyway, okay. getting sidetracked, let's talk about our tour. Because, like, I really enjoyed it. We had the the privilege of the tour being led by somebody that was a Minuteman, uh, at that site.
0: Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah,
1: um, got to see where the launch keys would go if we ever had to launch a nuclear yeah. missile. And their yep. slogan was,
0: "Uh, it was something Dominoes related."
1: Yeah, it was thirty minutes or less worldwide. Uh, it was painted on the door. Uh, a cool little story we learned is. Uh, Domino's caught Warren wind of this. A package showed up, which they thought was going to be uh lawsuit papers, but it was actually a stack of Domino's coupons for the Minuteman for like a year, which is really cool. Um, yeah, uh, I think that was my favorite part of the the Minuteman exhibit
0: yeah it was really uh cool going down into the structure like it was very interesting well first of all the huge blast door was like whoa yeah with the uh, the domino symbol on it mm-hmm. and then I thought it was, uh, it was really cool looking that the main compartment was suspended in the air to uh, help uh, survive a nuclear blast.
1: Yeah so it's um it's suspended on giant hydraulic uh...
0: pistons. So it withstands any shakes, um, which is really cool. Yeah. I wish I got more pictures, but it was kind of hard when it was like <laughs> such in an space. And then you also had five other people in the room with you. Or four of no, has five others besides us. Yep. Um,
1: I got some good ones.
0: I I got one good one of you, and that was I mean, I like I got pics of like the, the launch keys and that was it.
1: Yeah. Um after that we drove so, you get off the exit, you go left towards Minuteman Missile Minuteman Missile National park site. If you turn right off the exit, where do you go, Ryan?
0: Badlands National Park, our first proper national park of the trip. Yep. Badlands preserves prairie, desert, and your favorite, interesting rock formations. Yep. Also, a lot of fossils, which are also rocks. Lots of so, rocks. So, uh, part for the course for this area.
1: yeah. Uh, we got to the visitor center. I don't remember the name of it, but it was kind of pet. That's what it was. I knew we had to do something with guns. Uh, but yeah, it was a nice little visitor center. Um, not very big. Yeah,
0: um, actually, I thought it was I thought it was a decent size. like um, the uh, the exhibit about the ancient mammals that lived there was kind of big. I thought the gift shop was pretty big as well. I got my passport stamp there. They had those really cool caps that we got.
1: Yeah, I think compared to other park, national parks, I felt like it was kind of on the smaller side. I don't know. Really? Yeah, it just felt... I guess it was kind of cramped, I guess. So there's a lot like, of people, um, people in it. Like Hot Springs. Yeah, but Hot Springs not really a park. It's like... It's a national a park,
0: buddy.
1: Yeah, but it's a city.
0: But we were in a city
1: park. No, it's not scenic. It's literally just hot water in the ground. Anyway, uh, went there. Right next door is the Cedar Pass, uh, Lounge, correct? Lodge. Lodge. You put lounge. Oh, oops, my bad. Well, now I look dumb. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we did eat lunch there that day. Remember? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, wasn't great. <laughs> Lots of flies. <laughs> kind of weird. So, the, yeah, the setting was pretty bad. There's flies all over the place. Um, I got the uh, Indian taco, which is their their special. Not it's an Indian taco. fry bread with bison meat. And uh, I, I quite enjoyed that. I, I thought that was really good. Did not look like a taco. Zero out of ten. It tasted like a taco.
1: Well, I guess then it's a one out of ten. You didn't even eat it. No, <laughs> I know. It just didn't look like a taco. Um, no, it's just kind of gross. I guess the, okay. best, the table wasn't clean. There was tons of flies. Yeah, there was. Uh, some- there are also on the other the other half of that place
0: was a uh, another gift shop.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't. Was it associated with the park service?
0: No, I I think it was. I think it was independent
1: i think the funniest thing was i don't know if it was that day or the day after we stopped that girl was talking under her breath about the customers asking dumb questions
0: <laughs> that, was, that was when we went back the second time <laughs> every day
1: <laughs> yeah she's like someone came up and was like is this real and she's like yeah and she goes every day underneath her breath as we're no, no, walking.
0: No. She it. was she was like um it was something with the visitor. And she's like, "Is this the visitor center?" Oh, and that's goes, no, what it's was. right over there. It's like every day.
1: <laughs> she was kind of miserable, but it was funny. Um, we also did the Notch Trail that day, Ryan. Your
0: favorite, Andrew? Uh, nope. Yeah, I, w- I would describe Notch Trail as uh, dumb Angels Landing which uh, Angel's Landing is the, the, the famous trail at Zion National Park where you're just walking on this uh, very, very steep, tiny piece of rock and you're holding on to uh, chains and stuff to get your way up. Um, here, there's just one portion of the Trail of the Notch where there's a rope and ladder that you have to get up. The problem is, is uh, people going up and down are going the same way. So you have all these traffic jams. And you it's I didn't even think it was that steep. But you have people freaking out going both ways, causing traffic to slow down. And meanwhile, you have other people who are looking at this and being like, this is taking too long and just walking down the tra- walking off like some side of the rock.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just, it's just mass chaos. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, I thought it was uh dumb angels landing.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't
0: my favorite. Otherwise, the uh, the rock formations uh, were really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, I didn't particularly like how not even there was crowded, but like the crowdedness, uh, like coming around some of the corners felt like traffic jams, too.
0: I think it was only bad by the, uh, the rope and ladder. We also had a really cool encounter with a bighorn sheep there.
1: Yeah, and people got way too close to said bighorn sheep.
0: Yeah, you got to you got to practice your uh, 100 feet. I think it is. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it's a federal crime to get any closer.
0: It, it actually is. They uh yeah.
1: They,
0: if they're motivated to they will they will charge you. People have been charged for getting too close to wild animals on federal property.
1: Yeah, let's. um, So we did that. I mean, it was OK. Um, Out of the notch, the door, the notch, the door and the window. Right. There's the trails all over there. Or yeah i think it was the the least of my favorite of the uh,
0: i think it was the door the notch the window
1: i don't know i guess you're right i guess it because the the window is just kind of a boardwalk,
0: right yeah you you, you take like 10 <laughs> steps like oh here it is
1: yeah um but let's talk about i don't know about your first impression of the scenic drive but it was it was cool cuz it goes so it goes from Minuteman Historical Site at that end all the way back to Waldrug. Yep. Uh, it definitely has some scenic escapes to it which I really liked. Um I really
0: enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd have to say there were a lot of rocks.
1: Lots of rocks.
0: A lot of rocks. Um but um towards the, uh the end of our time there we were getting close to the Golden Hour and we end up seeing a lot of wildlife. We saw, you know, pronghorn, mule deer, <laughs> prairie dogs so yeah my first impressions of the uh, scenic drive were, were pretty good i i enjoyed it
1: yeah um
0: did we do sunset that night yes we did at the pinnacles overlook which is one of the more popular overlooks there's about like 15 or so overlooks on the scenic drive and mm-hmm. pinnacles is the uh the highest elevation one
1: yeah it was good um very crowded we got there an hour
0: early and it was still crowded yeah we got there super early it was crowded and it got even more crowded as it got closer to sunset um and yeah it was pretty typical crowd we got the uh the typical bickering young couple at one point
1: yeah who's gonna watch the kids uh we got someone ansel adaming uh if you don't know what that is it's someone with their camera stand on top of their car trying to take photos of the landscape um saw
0: that that was cool uh I thought we ended up with the the perfect spot for sunset because um, we climbed off to our portion that people didn't want to walk to. Yeah, but it, it was like such in such a good area, I thought people would. But for some reason, everybody kind of crowded to the left on the lookouts, like the, the uh, park uh, built lookout spot to the left. And then for some reason, the other half of the people were going all the way down to the right. Like what was up with that? Like everybody just seemed to be going to the right of us. It was weird.
1: They didn't want to put the extra effort in to get to where we were.
0: It was more effort going to the right.
1: Yeah. It was a longer distance. I don't know. It was.
0: But yeah, because uh, no one came near us. I thought it was one of my favorite sunset experiences I've ever had in the parks. And uh, you know, I love my sunset and sunrise experiences.
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, But that was our first half of our trip. Um, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I will say there is literally nothing for miles going into the second half of the trip. That was the lesson I learned. It was just flat. Um, We where did we go for the second half of the trip, Brian?
0: Yeah. So uh, on our next episode, we're going to be talking about our excursion to Wyoming and Nebraska. Your favorite part. Um okay.
1: We other splat. day in
0: the badlands so we're gonna be talking about more of badlands national park and then uh we're talking about our day to win cave national park and jewel cave national monument so uh, yeah. a lot more to discuss on part two
1: yeah hey ryan speaking of favorite scenic drives guess yeah. what time it is
0: top three of the week
1: yep top three favorite scenic drives we've done a lot
0: we have it's uh one of our favorite pastimes
1: yeah all right let's go for it ryan right. your top three
0: All right, so number three for me is the driving tour at Monocacy National Battlefield. Uh, You've been to uh, Monocacy National Battlefield with me, but we only did one of the tour stops. Um, So I I think a lot of this goes down to I I have uh, a lot of nostalgia for a really good solo trip I did to this park. Um, The time there I had was uh, really good. Um, but I, I, the first time I went there, I did the whole driving tour and there's a lot of diverse environments. You know, you got riverlands, you got farmlands, you got industrial zones. And I, I actually spent a full day just doing this driving tour. And I, I just really needed a battlefield driving tour on this list. Cause there's so many great ones in the, in the park system. And I just thought this was the best. So that's the driving tour at monoxie national battlefield in Maryland. Uh, number two, uh, is Skyline Drive uh, in Shenandoah National Park, uh, the fam- one of the famous features of Shenandoah National Park. The landscape can get kind of repetitive, especially if you're also doing Blue Ridge Parkway at the same time. But the area from Front Royal to a bit after the Big Meadows area in the center of the park is just so majestic. I had to put it on here. And then now number one for me is going to the Sun Road in Glacier National Park. Uh, I think it's the Shangri-La of Scenic Drives. Um, it's uh, just unbelievable. The, the amount of, uh, craftsmanship that went into building this road. Like you're looking at some of these features and you just have no idea how they were built. And beyond that, there's such a diverse, uh, set of environments. Um, it it really feels like you're going into multiple, uh, ecosystems while driving from one end to the other. So it's a truly epic drive. Um, it's number one for me. I, I have a feeling we'll be hearing more about that on your list.
1: Yep. Number three for me, um, I want to say it's Gettysburg. That one was fun. Um, yeah, a lot of good, interesting signs. Um, the arch in the middle, the, the, I guess it's the middle of the drive is really nice. Um, definitely interesting. Um, number two, I'm going to go with Joshua tree. Uh, I really like that one. I got some great photos. Uh, I will say, uh, I think it's after the cactus garden is just road for and trees for a while. But I do enjoy that drive. It was one yeah. of the fun, the the more fun drives we've had because we had a rent the car with a um, as Jeep. Yeah, with the sunroof where I get to stick my head out, or well, I guess my whole ha- upper half of my body out the sunroof and was taking photos um number one is definitely glacier uh i did a lot of the driving on that one and that was a lot of fun um lots of deep gorges definitely the scenery changes from one end to the other and then you got lake mcdonald is it lake mcdonald lake mcdonald yep yep like uh,
0: uh, uh st mary's lake and lake mcdonald's yep on
1: one end and st mary's on the other and i want to include many glacier in that i know it's not Part of going to the Sun two, road? Two roads. What? That's two different roads. Yeah, but they both were so good. Just a bonus to it.
0: Wait, wait, you really like the the many glacier with all the, the construction delays? Well, no, like the um You have to include the construction delays if you're going with I'm them. not including the, the
1: construction delays, but uh yeah, it was nice. Uh well Ryan, that was yeah part one it was. yeah it was part one there we go well i'm andrew i'm ryan and this was parkmanship